And good morning, everyone. Another Saturday, seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. Mountain Time. It's Saturday. It's February 25th. Uh, first day of no no zero temperatures or <laughs> below zero temperatures, Shane. I'm excited. It's 12 degrees uh, and cloudy outside. Oh, my God. It's uh, 10 below here and snowing. We got two inches of snow on the grounds overnight. All right. Well, we've got um, we got some good forecasts ahead of you. Going to be 36 today after a 24 uh, low tonight. Going to be 45 on Sunday, Shane. And we're getting a little wow. a little snow Sunday night, uh, about seven uh, seven o'clock Sunday night into 1 a.m. Monday morning. But uh, one to three inches predicted. But we were supposed to get 12 to 18, and we didn't get anywhere close to that. So there we are. Now this cold front moved. This cold front moved east further yeah. north from you and yeah. whacking the east coast and the central part of your country and that storm off california wow that's just huge yeah. snow in la <laughs> when was the last yeah, time no. you saw that huh? and it isn't even <laughs> christmas day <laughs> that's pretty good well well we got a lot to talk about today uh tom and shane uh, tommy go up your morning mayor shane and tom and half man half amazing in cam loops canada having a good time up there well, Shane, uh, John Tester says he's going to run. So. Yeah, it's, you know, I I find it uh, rather strange. I, not only in the only in that, uh, you, you know, I, I, I just as a preface to this, I, I really think that Ukraine's going to end up being uh, to Biden what uh, Iran was to Jimmy Carter. Mm. You know, you know how bad it was every yeah. day they were, you know, how many days it's been that all of the American captives mm -hmm. in Iran, you and I were, were there, we watched oh, yeah. Walter yeah. Cronkite. Well, that's where, uh, that's where Nightline started. And Nightline started because mm -hmm. of that, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I think that Ukraine's going to turn into that type of a situation. I, I think Americans seeing him committing that kind of money to the Ukraine and, and, mm -hmm. and people needing stuff in your country is horrific. Anyway. Tester, he, you know, he got elected in the 2006 election, mm -hmm. took office uh, on my birthday, January 3rd, 2007. And, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing because he was a well-standing uh, guy in, in Montana. He was in the state Senate and, and uh, he was elected there in 1998. And, uh, you know, did he, you know, created a recognition for himself in the state as a whole um but you know he he isn't like you know the some of the great senators of, of montana and he he could have created a huge legacy for himself you know standing you know standing on his own but he chose not to so i don't know it'll be interesting i with the uh um your economy following the mm -hmm. what i believe is the uh, uh, the path i it's set on continuing to worsen and I, I do believe it will because of the numbers this week and the ukraine i, I don't know it, it could be a tough race for him depending of course it depends on who the republicans pick to run against him well that'll be the that'll be the thing uh, yeah he announced wednesday he'll seek re-election for a fourth term giving uh, some relief to democrats who see his bid for re-election as a key to their hopes of retaining the senate majority uh, he said in a statement um, that the people in Washington, D.C. do not understand the challenges facing working families in his state and is running to defend Montana values. So what's not well, to well, look for? Well, of course, for? Yeah, they're all going to take the Trump, Trump stump 
speech and yeah. and, and you know, twist it. it to <laughs> modify it, twist it to their to their to their side because it, it works, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, you know, that's the bottom line. We know that. Yeah. Well, I've interviewed uh, John several times uh, over the years uh, on radio, and you know, seems like a seems like an okay guy. Um, as a veteran, uh, you know, he's done a lot for veterans, so uh, you know, can't fault him too much there. But but still, um, you know, he went along with the Iran uh, treaty, and uh, you know, went along with all this woke stuff. Uh, abortion uh, is in the legislature right now. So, um, you know, that's not going away. And he voted to impeach Trump twice. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, well, it depends uh, whether our state is uh, red or maroon. (laughs) 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 We we don't know. You know, here in in Bozeman, uh, we're about as liberal as you can get. Uh, City commission is entirely liberal. So is the uh, county commission. So, um, you know, uh, Bozeman's well, not comes, the shoe it, it Senate, once was. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, when it comes to Senate seats, I mean, since I can remember 1965, 64, whatever, uh, Montanans have always split, you know, the Senate seats. Mm-hmm. They just have. They, they, they've never, you've never had two senators in Montana. That, when I go back and look at the history, I mean, you have to go back almost 70 or 80 years mm-hmm. before you find, you know, two Republicans or two Democrats from the state. Yeah, we can't seem to make up our minds, can we? Well, I just I think that you know, fair and balanced, isn't that what Fox says? Well, that's what they tell me. I don't know. So. <laughs> that's what they tell you. So, so, what what's your call? Do you have any ideas of who uh, the Republicans might pick? I I don't know your local politics, so I, I yeah. Don't know. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, more likely, it'll be someone in government now. It'll be someone in the yeah. Senate or someone in the House. <clears throat> um, it it could be, um, uh, you know, our Attorney General is pretty popular. Uh, yeah. He could, uh, there's a possibility there if he wants to uh, go further. Um, you know, you've got Gianforte still. I was just going to say, yeah, you're still governor, hanging around. Uh, you know, as governor, he might uh, want to jump in that race again. Uh, he would have a good shot, I think, against Tester. It'd be interesting to hear their debates, certainly. Yeah, and if he loses, he still stays. He still remains as governor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, depend. I'm not sure if he's up for election in 24. 26, I think. Yeah, might be. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see. And uh, they keep saying Biden's going to run. Uh, Jill, Jill was on this morning, Dr. Jill, uh, saying that he's going to run for sure. What's yeah, the problem? Yeah, he's going to run away. <laughs> he's going to run away. No, there's no way he's going to run. No, no that, I, that's a de- that's a dead dog. He's a you know. You he's think not so? Even huh? A lame duck. I keep saying he's a on our podcast. He's a dead duck. He's just like yeah. yeah. Well, if if he doesn't, that su- duck doesn't fly, buddy. Yeah. If he doesn't succumb to uh, some COVID-related thing or something, <laughs> or falls down the Air Force steps again, um, I I think he'll uh, I think he'll I think he'll run. I think he'll go. Well, for maybe it. he'll break a hip and and campaign in a wheelchair like FDR. Well, uh, you, you got to be. That's that's certainly a possibility. So. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, John Tester defying all the woke stuff. Well, he's <laughs> he's going for all the transgender uh, stuff and all the other uh, crap that's going on in the bathrooms and, you know, all of that stuff. So, I'm... Uh, you know, I uh, I can't go for that. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not voting for the woke crap. No, I, I it. I'll tell you one of the best campaign lines I've heard, like in you know a long time, like in a decade, is uh, the governor of, uh, mm-hmm. of Florida saying woke. You know, comes to Florida to die. You know, yeah. that's <laughs> what a line. That was great. <laughs> Uh, from our text line, 478-8298, I read a statistic that only 30 to 50% of the population have an in, uh, internal internal dialogue. 50% of the population walking around with nothing in their head. <laughs> Things are making more sense now. <laughs> well, I have so much in my head, I have to talk to myself out loud. I know. I know. It's scary when you start answering yourself is the, uh, yeah, is the is the issue. Uh, let's see, by the way, did you watch Tucker last night? He was full on support of Russia. Wow. I remember when Russia was our enemy and NATO was against them. Well, I certainly don't remember Tucker saying anything positive about Russia. He said a lot of negative about Ukraine. Yeah. He's the only one anywhere across Mm -hmm. the networks uh, that's taken that position against Ukraine. And he's right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the least democratic. It's worse than Russia. You know, there's only, mm-hmm. there's only one part, political party. Uh, you know, he, mm-hmm. the, he, Zelensky owns uh, the, the media. Uh, he's restricted uh, prayer and, and church service. He's arrested some Christians for opposing him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's a dictator. He's a warmonger. And he's trying to create a, a, a war situation. That quite honestly, uh, you know, it makes no sense. And I'm tired of hearing, you know, that's the first year anniversary. It's not. You know, this is the 13th year of this war. It's now going into its 14th year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50% of the uh, land taken by the Russians, he's taken back. And uh, it's it, it's a black hole for for Biden. And I just don't see why he's doing it because it's, it's, it's just wrong. Well, I don't see where the where the other countries uh, on this situation. That's exactly. that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I mean, why do we have to be the ones that uh, pony up all the dough for every every uh, tin dictator in the world that gets out of hand? I mean, Russia, Russia's fi- or uh, Germany's finally sending some tanks, but that little too little too late, I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> And and then it comes out yesterday that the Pentagon says that they, they, they'll get those um, Abram tanks, mm-hmm. you know, to Ukraine sometime in December. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no problem. <laughs> we'll we'll hold out till then. No sweat. I mean, it took yeah. it, it took Schwarzkopf four months to fly. Yeah, you know, two uh, two uh, tank divisions to. Uh, you know, to, to, to save Kuwait, right? Yeah. Like two months, they, yeah. they, they flew them into the Middle East. And, yeah, it's just crazy. We're ready to go. So <laughs> let's, take go, a, let's take some calls. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you are on with the award-winning Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, thank you, and good morning to Tom and Shane. And uh, beautiful <laughs> day here in Roundup. And, yes, it's been an Arctic blast. It's been horrible. It was actually minus 23 here yesterday on my thermometer uh, when I got up uh, at 3 a.m. yesterday wow. morning. 
But uh, before we talk about the Tex-Mex border, uh, I just got to ask Shane about this story that's going around about a dead bird in Surrey, British Columbia, that's suspended in space. And uh, I, I first heard about it on Twitter on the Daily uh, Hive uh, Vancouver newspaper. Uh, what's going on here? It's just this dead bird. A, a gentleman was walking, and he's a bird watcher, and he actually had binoculars, and he saw something strange in the air and over Surrey, uh, uh, British Columbia, and he it's a dead bird that's, that's up there floating around. Nobody can understand how it's suspended itself. Well, it, it isn't. It's hanging by a fish, a fish fly line. <laughs> I don't know. This is kind of a remarkable story. I, I kind of got a big kick out of that. But uh, something uh, serious now is the uh, Mexican-American uh, uh, border. Uh, we know that Joe Biden and Harris made a new immigration law, which is absolutely worthless, and it's a non-starter. It's not going to go anywhere. Uh, he went uh, to the border January 8, 2023, and he still can't get it through his uh, Alzheimer's head uh, that he has caused this crisis and chaos along the border and also bankruptcy. And I just want to mention that Yuma, Arizona, uh, is bankrupt their hospital there is $20 million in debt because these illegals who flood into uh, Arizona are coming from socialist countries. They've never had to work or pay for anything, and they're going into the hospital. They're getting expensive operations, and they're giving birth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, it, and they walk out without even flinching or even considering to help pay uh, their bills, medical bills. And in the meantime, Americans can't get help. And uh, Yuma, the town of Yuma, Arizona, is really uh, on a financial collapse. And uh, eventually the whole country is going to have to pull it out of debt, federal monies, of course. But uh, this, this new immigration law is too long and detailed to get into here on uh, Tom and Shane this morning. But you can Google anywhere. There's a lot of stories about it. The White House got something else. Fox News and a lot of other people have articles on this, uh, this new immigration law. And, of course, he wants to just flood us with Ukrainians and uh, people from Nicaragua uh, and Cuba and Haiti, which we don't need. And, uh, well, there's only 6 million people that live in Nicaragua alone. I mean, my God, are we going to let all 6 million of these people come into our country? But it's really um, pitiful um, that the United States has to be the welfare office for the uh, whole world. And you're mentioning Ukraine. Yeah, we're... Another ten uh, billion dollar package after what? One hundred and uh, I, I heard one hundred and twenty billion or close to two hundred billion now. Plus it's ten billion, and uh, at the same time we're hearing uh, Social Security will be bankrupt in, in ten years, and I find that hard to believe when they have so much money for illegal immigrants and um, uh, the Ukrainian government that of course is uh, money laundering and, and making uh, Zelensky uh, wealthier uh, by the day. So I don't know what your thoughts are, but I am thoroughly disgusted, and I believe absolutely nothing out of the out of Washington D.C. All right, <laughs> thanks so much, Nancy. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, have a great weekend. You too. All right. Well, Nancy covered a lot of stuff there. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Borden, uh, Biden's new border law as the morning goes on. So there's some uh, a lot going on that we got to talk about today. So yeah, let's get into it. All right, bud. Um, 
Well, um, we got bogged down uh, yesterday. Uh, yesterday, uh, we got bogged down last Saturday, I should say, with the uh, inflation and um, money and things like that. And we didn't get to a story that I wanted to get to, and that's the uh, Dominion uh, voting systems uh, filing a Delaware court uh, as part of a company blockbuster lawsuit against Fox News and its parent company. Uh, contains never-before-revealed vignettes from inside the network in the days that followed the 2020 election. And uh, there's a lot of noise and confusion generated by Dominion and their uh, opportunistic uh, private equity owners, but the core of the case remains about freedom of the press and freedom of speech, which are fundamental rights afforded uh, by the Constitution. And that's uh, New York Times versus Sullivan. But... um, the uh, filing includes uh, numbers of text messages and emails between Fox top talent, uh, showing them insulting pro-Trump uh, lawyer Sidney Powell, who made uh, many of the on-air claims that this uh, at the center of the suit. And they're they're talking about 1.6 billion, which would be chump change for Fox. But um, um, you know, Tucker Carlson and uh, Hannity and. Uh, Rudy Giuliani and all these folks are kind of uh, lumped together with this. And, uh, you know, they're um, uh, Car- uh, Tucker Carlson at one point allegedly confronted Powell directly about her claim, saying, you keep telling our viewers that millions of votes were changed by the software. I hope you will prove that very soon. Uh, you've convinced them that Trump will win. If you don't have conclusive evidence of fraud at that scale, it's cruel and reckless thing to keep saying. But they kept uh, they kept on. And Hannity uh, also, uh, please get her fired. Seriously, what the f? I'm actually shocked. It needs to stop immediately, like tonight. It's measurably hurting the company. The stock price is down. Not a joke. And uh, so, you know, it's uh, uh, folks at Fox behind the scenes are, um, well, showing their true colors, I guess. Well, that may be true, but I, I think the best defense that Fox will have and probably carry the case is France. Mm-hmm. Uh, France is uh, 68 million people. Uh, they, they started using uh, the Dominion machines to uh, count uh, or, you know, to uh, uh, count their votes in France uh, and um, found real issues with them similar to what her claims were. Uh, since then, they've, they've passed. Uh, you can only vote on Election Day now in France with a pencil and paper, like Canada. No, no mail-in ballots. Um, and, and if you're, you know, you, you can't send in a ballot uh, because you're not going to be there because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's only day um, voting in, in the country. So uh, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's incredible with the technology and the, and the capability of the 21st century uh, that, you know, this is a difficult thing because in most countries, it's, you know, same-day voting. I mean, in, in, in most Muslim countries, they put ink on your thumbs. Yeah, so yeah that, you, you dip know, your, you, dip your you finger. You can't vote twice. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like, they'll let anyone vote, but I, you can only vote once. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Maybe, maybe we'll just tattoo the, the date of the vote on your, on your wrist or something. Yeah, it's, it's the same purple ink the FBI uses in... Uh, in um, money bags, you know. Yeah, die die packs for die packs. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty ugly ink. It, it takes it, it yeah. doesn't doesn't wash off easily. No, it does not. 
I hope you're uh, not speaking from uh, experience, but uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, good. Well, we got to take a phone call here before we run out of time. Five two two talk is the number. Five two two eight two five five. Call here on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? This is Clint. I want good morning, to, uh, good sir. Good morning, Shane. I wanted to tell a little story. Take a little bit of time, and it's about China. And uh, my story begins in Korea in 1950, okay? Uh, the North Koreans were helped by the Chinese. And in doing so, they run us out of China, or out of, out of Korea. And we established the 38th parallel and had our treaty at Panmunjom. Now... <laughs> When China helped North Korea, there was a hundred and some thousand, 125 or 30,000 Chinese troops crossed the Yalu River. And like I've said before, they killed a lot of our boys. Now, Tom, you've been in Vietnam. Yep. Now, what did, how many millions and billions of dollars did we leave in Vietnam, Tom? Oh. Well, that's that's hard to estimate. Uh, we we what we left there was worth a lot more because the dollar bought more then than it does now. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that well, was fifty uh, years ago where the dollar actually had some value. Well, you know who helped the Vietnamese, don't you? Well, it wasn't the Americans. It was the Chinese. Yeah, sure. The Chinese uh, whipped us there. They did it in Korea. And they're going to, it's going to, uh, what's, what I, I don't like about this whole thing, what Biden's done. He's right, going to uh, side China. Clint, hang on, hang on just a second because we're up against the clock. I'm going to put okay. you on hold. You can talk to Shane uh, while we're gone and we'll get you back on okay. after the break at the bottom of the hour. Okay. So hang on. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. Uh, it's 29 after the hour. It's Saturday, February 25th, 2023. Uh, it is 12 degrees outside. Shane and I will return right after these important words, so don't go away. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday, February 25th, 12 degrees outside and cloudy. We've got Clint on the uh, phone with us. And uh, Clint, uh, continue on, man. Well, what I'm telling everybody is a true story. And uh, what we've got now, when I was in Korea, I watched uh, MiG-15s shoot down some of our planes, and some of our uh, people went to prison, and, and, and the Russians took them to Russia. But the thing I'm trying to tell people here is this. I think we're going to have, if China partners with Russia again. I think we're going to have World War III, Tom. And the reason I'm saying that, now, as you know, and everybody else knows, we just sent a hundred and some troops to Taiwan, or Formosa, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, a couple that, hundred, actually. But yeah, yeah that's supposed to be a deterrent for China. Well, isn't that how Vietnam started? We sent advisors over there, and then all of a sudden, oh. boom, you got 300,000 people over there. China is not, not going to go to Taiwan. It, they don't have the capability. They're, they're a matchbox military. Mm -hmm. I, I hope you're right, uh, Shane, but I think you're going to find out we're going to be fighting a war on two fronts. And it's going to be in not, the China Sea is not, one of them. 
No. And the other R one. R is Russia's in deep trouble. They, you know, he's converted the entire industry that's left in Russia to making, you know, the equipment he needs for what he's doing down there. You know, it's it's more of a need for industrial work in Russia than it is a war in Ukraine. You know, yeah, it's it's all economics. Well, I've been in China, uh, and I kind of know what the Chinese people think and do. They think the opposite of what you and I think. And uh, yeah, I'm not so sure about that, Clint. But okay. well, these these leaders that we have there, or not we have, they have there in China. That Chi is one smart man. He's ruthless. He's not smart. Oh yeah, he is. Well, I, I, yeah, I think he's he's got his finger on the on the ball. All right, and I'm right, he does. Yeah, and China's he's got, got the China's he's got a finger on a gun. That's all he's. Got. Well, China's got the largest uh, army in the, uh, you know, the largest they army got, in the world. Tom, we talked about it. it's a police force number one. The last time. They invaded anyone. It was North Vietnam under the last year of the Ford administration. And they went in with 400,000 troops. And in 68 days, the North Vietnamese killed 100,000 and booted them out of their country. Well, okay, that's, that's the last time that China's been in a, in a, a shooting war. So oh, it ain't going to happen. Let me tell you something, Shane. When you, when you rally those Chinese up and you start taking mm -hmm. from them as they think we will, which we won't, but they think we will, don't you think that that billion and a half Chinese, and with all the ships they have, they got more ships we ha than we have, they got uh, a lot of things more than we have, and they got a lot of our technology. Now, any, any, Chinese, any 10 Chinese with a gun would shoot Xi. Well, I don't think so. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. It's the whole country's collapsing. I mean, it, it financially, it's collapsing. Economically, it's collapsing. Industrial wise, it's collapsing. Uh, the the Communist true. Party have made a mess of the country. It's it's it's, a that, it's in a bad way. That's a, I think that's propaganda. I think Chinese got the biggest economy in the world. Uh, no, they no, they, they, they're they're lying about all of it. They're lying about all of it. Well, yeah. did you ever read the book by John Perkins? The yes, and, and, and it's old It's old information, and it isn't, you know, it's not 21st century information, and it's not relevant to today. They've locked oh, up 400 million people for four years, Flint. Well, your point about, uh, your point about uh, invading uh, China, invading I, uh, uh, Vietnam Taiwan. is old information, too. China has never successfully invaded anyone. Neither, neither have we. Neither have we, Shane. Oh, come on. Give me a break. We've never invaded anyone. <laughs> We've rescued the world a half a dozen times. What are you talking about? Well, I'll, uh, I'll leave you with this here. All right. We keep pumping money into, in, into the Ukraine. Trying to save the people, which I understand all that. We keep doing that, and pretty soon we're going to run to a point to where we will have no uh, uh, things, no ammunition, no tanks, no nothing to protect ourselves. Now, the Chinese have a hypersonic missile. We have hypersonic missiles. And if we're not careful and you push that Putin too far, he's going to use nuclear weapons. To what end? Now, to what end? Use, 
What 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 does he gain by that? He gets he, he gain, gets Ukraine. He'll gain nothing. He gets he'll Ukraine. Gain, he thinks he will. He'll gain nothing, and he'll put us in World War Three. We're right on the verge of it right now. Yeah, you're just you're just that's just warmongering. I'm sorry. I I agree. Uh, with, I disagree with all this. I think everybody that talks about it this way and makes these references and comments is 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 not doing anyone any good. It just well, you have the greatest military. You have the greatest military of all time. No one's going to come and touch you. Nobody. No one is even going to. They would rather sit and chew their nails off than do that. Well, I'll t I'll tell you this. They said Korea was a police action. Yeah. And we had and sponsored by the United Nations. Okay, look what happened. Can't declare war look, anymore. In John happened. happened. The great MacArthur split the country in half, and you you know you, it's been at uh, peace since then. So. I mean, again, a, a naval maneuver that no one thought would work, and it did, and you were successful because you're Americans. You get the job done. Well, Truman fired MacArthur, but getting back to True. it, what I'm saying is— Well, that's because he wanted to use nuclear weapons. Well, uh, we, can ha we can argue all day. Yeah. But uh, what's going to happen is exactly what I said. You marked my word. And have you ever been in the military, uh, Shane? No, sir. Well, I have, and I know what it's like. I've visited with other people from other countries when I was in there. Uh, I I know what's kind of going on. I'm an old guy. I'm going on 89 years old, and the only thing I'm trying to do is I'm not a warmonger. I'm just telling you facts, and uh, I I hope and pray that I'm wrong. I really hope I am. I hope I hope so much that I'm wrong, but I don't think so. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. All right, man. Thanks Bye. much. Well, Clint can rest, Clint can rest easy. Uh, no, nobody's going to make that effort. Okay. There, there's no profit in it. And that, you know, no, you want me to shut up? Okay. <laughs> we got another call, and it's been waiting okay. patiently. Okay. <laughs> Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Hi, this is Gloria. Um, I was, I hate to change the subject, but, um, you know, I was watching John Tester on MSNBC. They were interviewing him the other night. Mm -hmm. And his big push is his, um, everything that he's doing for the, uh, the, um, the veterans, farmers, the no. farmers yeah, and farmers agriculture, mm -hmm. also the um, uh, uh, military, and uh, and also he was uh, said that he was bipartisan, um, but he did not talk about the eighty million dollars that we could have been getting from the Keystone Pipeline here in Montana. <clears throat> mm -hmm. He did not talk about. Um, although it's for the military, he did not talk about the pulling out of Afghanistan and that great big fiasco. Uh, he did not talk about the illegals coming across the border and the big fentanyl problem that that is creating. Um, and he did not talk about how uh, 
the high gas prices are affecting our farmers in our and the agriculture business yeah. for the farmers. Are you a farm family, Gloria? Um, no, but I, I have, uh, I, uh, I am not a farm family, but you know, I've. That's okay. Uh, I just know that um, that how it, uh, I came from an agricultural state. I was mm-hmm. raised in South Dakota. Yeah. And I hear them talking, and that mm-hmm. governor there, you know how how the mm-hmm. gas prices are affecting the farmers. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks well, so much. Well, I, I have to tell you that everything you said was spot on. And I really hope that anyone out there that's running for office as a Republican takes your talking points and uses them as a campaign Trump speech. So there, there you go. go. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Thanks for the call. All right. Appreciate it. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Call your own with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Um, I'd like to pass on a uh compliment to the VA and the American taxpayers who support them. Um, a year ago, this just this past February 11th, on a, it was a Friday evening. I had just punched off the clock from my uh, Bozeman bus uh, transit driving job. And uh, about uh, 8 o'clock that evening, all of a sudden, I thought I was having a heart attack. And it turned out to be an aortic aneurysm. <clears throat> and um, I called 911. An ambulance was to car stage where I was uh, parked. Uh, in about four minutes, they got me up to the hospital. And about four minutes later, I was air flighted to Billings, to the Billings Clinic. I was there for a couple of days. They had me stabilized, thought I could be taken care of with just uh, drugs. And um, we came home to Bozeman, and I'd been home about a day and a half, and in the middle of the night, uh, my daughter, oldest daughter, was checking on me, and she could tell things were not right. And so she and my wife got me up to the hospital again, and uh, at about... uh, 10 o'clock the next morning, I was on a citation jet flighted, life flighted to Washington to Seattle. And there's 15 days after this experience started in Billings that I have no memory of what took place. And um, I had uh, two uh, open heart surgeries plus a third that uh, in which they went in and did some replumbing to get the drainage out of my lungs, working like they were supposed to without the tubes, and uh, uh, got away from there after about a month and a half in the hospital. Uh, spent another three and a half weeks at my sister's place in Richmond, Washington. Went back to Seattle, got approved to come back to Bozeman. <clears throat> Was recovering. And um, as per their plan, uh, they sent me back to Seattle again in uh, uh, early June for a uh, repair on my lower part of my aorta. 
So my whole aorta is on the outside of my heart is all overhauled. And plus there's a valve that somewhere in the, that upper area that they replaced. And um, I'm just that I'm happy to be alive and uh, getting stronger and getting better. And uh, the VA deserves uh, uh, a compliment because I think I cost them uh, and the American taxpayers about a million bucks, all things taken care of, all things considered. And I'd really like to compliment positively car stage because uh, I was in the process of starting to get my a little bit of my cognizance back in the hospital and I heard my wife and my sister talking about how car stage had uh, paid for and extended my medical insurance for another couple of months uh, because I hadn't you know, I wasn't there to keep up my uh, employment to mm-hmm. keep my half of the contribution going. And so those folks deserve a big compliment. And uh, I um, know that I've heard folks that have had some unpleasant experiences with the VA. And, mm-hmm. But uh, other than just long waits, uh you know, when I give them a call and all the calls have to go through Fort Harrison, even to mm. talk to them here in Bozeman, yeah. um, it's been it's been a very positive experience, and I'm so very, very grateful. Yeah. Just well, thought I'd like to pass that on. Yeah, well, thanks so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, I've, I've been to the VA just part of my medical and uh, been to them uh, many times, and I've yet to uh, have a bad experience. So I know some people have, but uh, I have not, so... Kudos to you, and we're glad you're well. We need all the listeners we can get, so uh, we're happy to have you as one of them. <laughs> well, thanks, and you guys have a good day. All right, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah Shane, you've had 20 or 30 heart attacks, haven't you? <laughs> well, I, you know, I, luckily not all in a row. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I thought you'd expound on that, but that's okay. <laughs> Oh, no, you, you you don't want to. Me I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to. I don't want to. I yeah. I don't want to hear about uh, uh, Canadian health care. <laughs> no, three heart attacks haven't needed it because my body self healed. All right. Um, there you I go. Have three three major arteries on my heart are clogged. Yeah. Uh, but my my heart grew new bypass um, arteries, so right. I naturally healed. Well, good for you. All right. Yeah, medical miracle. All right. From our text line, 478-8298. When you can show me a study that shows voter fraud is a big problem, we'll talk about fixing it. Um, We have said time and time again, there's no evidence of enough voter fraud to overturn uh, the Trump election. So, But that's not to say we we don't agree with uh, the fact that there is voter fraud. Oh, there's absolutely. Okay. Let's yeah. just yeah, and sure every, distinguish, every, let's distinguish every, the two. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter uh, what side it's on or who. There's always some <laughs> fraud in, uh, in voting. So, 
Um, get rid of absentee ballots. I don't think Shane said anything about getting rid of absentee ballots when he was I talking about I said in about France it. they don't have them. Yeah, they, they don't, don't have, have them. Absentee. So, no, absentee ballots are are a necessity. One of the one of the reasons for the um, election it wasn't it wasn't voter fraud. It was that every person, every living breathe, everybody who could fog a mirror, got a got a ballot. And that's that. Is well, the I, issue. I think it's a bigger problem because ninety percent of the absentees voted. You know, they didn't vote for anything else on the ballot that had anywhere from twenty to fifty mm-hmm. things to vote. They just voted for president mm-hmm. and 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 voted for Biden. So you know that that, that I to, to me that's a that's an issue. So yeah. Well, again, uh, was it uh, was it enough? You know, so. Oh, uh, let's see. Satire from the um, Babylon Bee. If you if you aren't following the Babylon Bee, you should, Shane. It's it's a, it's a great newspaper. Uh, the family that can't afford to buy groceries is comforted by the fact that we have the most diverse administration in history. I wish Tester was up for election every year. That way, we would have a senator actually doing stuff for Montana. There you go. Well, I think Senator Mansfield's ro- rolling over in his grave, as they say. Yeah, uh, he was—he was a great statesman. Statesman, mm-hmm. he was the majority leader of the Senate through the '60s. Uh, mm-hmm. Created huge legislation, although he backed the Vietnam War with uh, Johnson. That was his only negative. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I think he'd be really disappointed by Tester mm-hmm. as based yeah. on what he's done. All right, because he's—he's not an independent. True. Uh, Nancy for Senate. Uh, Nancy is so knowledgeable, and I can tell that she has so much passion for the issue. She has, she has my vote, and that's from Rachel in Miles City. Yeah, let's replace an 89-year-old woman from California with an 82-year-old woman. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, there's no, probably no, Don no, Lemon. No, I, you're, I, I no, wanna, no, wanna... stop, stop. What? Nancy and Roundup, not Nancy Pelosi. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, well, yeah. Absolutely. Before you go too far. <laughs> By the way, I, I want to make a comment about this yeah. Don Lamont comment about women, and you know, their you know their prime is in their you know twenties mm-hmm. or thirties or whatever. Uh, this guy's an idiot. I mean, he's been on mm-hmm. CNN for seventeen years. He's black. He's gay. He's liberal. He's woke, and he makes this comment about women. And you know, someone needs to hand them the 28-page Constitution that I carry around, and read all the time because it's so fascinating. Just the wording. You have to be 35 years old to be president of the United States or to run for president. 35. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, it, on top of all the other insults compiled in his insult, I mean, the, the one that he's referencing, which was regarding you know running for president in your age. Mm-hmm. I mean. He's saying no woman's eligible because, you know, at 35, they've already reached, you know, they've already reached their prime. Boy, Tom, where do they find these people? They're just just incredible. Well, I noticed uh, the the thing that came out to me uh, when uh, Lemon said, uh, you know, Nancy or uh, uh, Nikki Haley was Pastor Prime. I if I had been sitting there, I would have said, uh, oh. So Kamala is too, apparently. So we don't want her. <laughs> we can't have her in the anywhere near a near a presidential. Uh, and uh, let's let's not even start on Elizabeth, uh, you know, Warren. Let's not go there. Uh, so, yeah. So 
I don't know. It's a yeah, that was pretty uh that was pretty uh, strange um him. Well, the other thing too is that uh, they called him on the carpet for that at CNN and told him this is your second strike, pal. One more and you're out. Now he he's gone and he's gone within 6 months. Yeah, I, would, I I don't think he can hold back. Um nah. Well, they demoted him from, uh, you know, primetime nighttime to the morning yeah. show uh, with two women. And now he's, well, I guess with him there, there's three women, but, uh, you know. What, watching? Kick him off. There's two, yeah, there's two women watching. Well, well, there's two women watching and two women sitting on either side of him. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's where you are. So Yeah, so. there you go. Well, East Palestine, uh, the uh, N, uh, NTSB board uh, has released their initial report. Uh, they saw some video, I guess, of the um, the wheel bearing going off and whatever, and um, which is a bad situation and caused this derailment. And those poor people are screwed for not just now, but for the future. Their housing, uh, the cost of their housing is going to go uh, into the toilet for sure. Um, you know their their property values are are dead. Um, well, with that with that video, it's clear that you stopped the train. Fifteen mm-hmm. years from now, it'll be the first trillion dollar uh, class action suit, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know th- th- these people all will end up with splitting up a trillion dollars. And yeah. The the winners will be the lawyers because they, you know they take yeah. forty to sixty. Well, they, they will. Take, yeah, they take forty to sixty percent of the money. So yeah, there you go. No, they will. Well, it's like yeah. Chicago. Same thing in Chicago. Now, yeah. eight hundred million dollars in settlements mm-hmm. for uh, uh, minority arrests because of uh, abusing their civil rights. So that, yeah. that's why you have the. You know, we've talked about this. That's why there's all this, this mm-hmm. uh, killing and shooting yeah. in in uh, in Chicago. They want to get arrested so yeah. they can sue the city for abusing their civil rights. And, Settle out with the the average settlement now after eight hundred million. You ready for this? Seven hundred thousand. I'm sorry. I know it's a boring topic for you. <laughs> well, it's we're, gotta be said. We were just talking about Palestine. It's, no, well, it's I, the same thing. I mean, it's a similar yeah. situation. Well, there is a rumor, and it's a rumor that uh, I I don't know if you saw the people lined up uh, for the thousand dollar check that the uh, company was giving out. Uh, it's my understanding that you get the $1,000 check if you agree not to sue. So we'll talk about that when we come back on the back side of uh, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whatever time it is where you are. Well, it's Pacific time, <laughs> my time. Thank you. That's right. Okay. Appreciate <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up for this uh, first hour. Uh, we've had some fun. Thanks for the callers. Thanks for the texters and everybody. We'll get uh, back to text lines and uh, calls after this. So we've still got a lot to uh, a lot to talk about. Why uh, we got these trips going to Taiwan? We've got China is going to do something with their jets. Woo, I got to talk about that. So we'll be right back right after this. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. It's Saturday. It's February 25th, 2023. Wow, we're having a good time here today. It's 12. That's up to 16 degrees outside. So uh, at least it's above uh, freezing, (laughs) above zero. We're happy about that. Shaman Tobin, half man, half amazing, is on the line with me in Kamloops, Canada. And, of course... uh, uh, Tommy Galuff, your morning mayor's in the house. So let's uh, let's take some calls, uh, Shane. What do you say? 
406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Call it your own with Tom and Shane. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. This is Jerry. Jerry, how you doing? It's a great one. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Tom uh, and Shane, and great to be alive. And it's nice and warm over here. Yeah. Pretty nice, it is. isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 31 degrees. My gosh, I'm ready to get my bathing suit and go swimming. I don't know. I had to walk into my walk-in freezer to get warm uh, over the weekend there. <laughs> I have a, a couple of comments. First, on this uh, Don Lamone, uh, um, he forgot some very powerful women in the past. Obviously, he doesn't know his history. Like, uh, you know, how about um, Margaret Thatcher? Yeah, Margaret, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, they're past their prime. <laughs> well, how about um, Golda Meir? Golda Meir. Golda Meir. She was... She was a school and teacher Dara in Gandhi. Chicago. Andrea Merkel. Right. Yeah. yeah, and Dara Gandhi. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't understand how this gentleman could turn around and say something like that when there's, yeah. you know, women uh, that have, regardless of, and he's, you know, there's one other thing he, he forgot, and he probably doesn't read the Bible. You know that Abraham Abraham's wife, Sarah, had a baby when she was 80, and the mother of John the Baptist, the same. So come on. Come on, Don. Yeah, it's great. King Solomon had 700 wives. He kept busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, another quick comment, if I might. Sure. You know, I feel very um, very safe now that the U.N. passed a resolution about the um, conduct of uh, Russia during this war. What's up with these resolutions? Yeah. I mean, th- that's, this is a, a useful, uh, useless outfit. Yeah, where where is the UN in this? One country attacks another one, and the US just sits there on their hands. What are UN? Uh, what's up with that? Yeah. Well, uh, well, the, the amazing thing is China, you know, is on the Security Council and didn't, well, uh, well, you know, veto it. So it, it got to the floor to be voted on. That that's what amazes me. Mm-hmm. Well, they, can't the UN still send peacekeepers? Well, you'd think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're you mean useful. Americans? No, they'd be Americans. So. Well, yeah, they would. Well, of course they would. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. All, all the Norwegians are busy. Hey, Canadians, yeah. number two. You know, and here's another thing, gentlemen. I don't know if you've heard this, and it hasn't been on any of the uh, Fox News broadcasts, but and I don't listen to it all day. But there seems to be a a, a, a grand jury floor person or four person, and I use that term loosely who went out on an interview uh, swing talking about this grand jury down there in Fulton County, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Did you hear yeah. about this? Yeah. Yes. And, and, she, and, and she is not supposed to do that according to Georgia law. Nothing can be said about a grand jury, inve- you know. Uh, or federal procedures. law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, but you know who should be held accountable? The, the, the interviewers. They're just as complicit in this as, uh, as she is. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd bring everybody up because they're all responsible. So, Absolutely. Well, they're, they shouldn't have interviewed her because what they did was against the law, and what she did, she broke the law. So we'll see if she gets prosecuted sure. for it. Yeah. Well, the, the Fulton County DA won't do anything. It's it's a Democrat, um, you know, a stronghold. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're not going to do anything. But it does throw a wrench into the gears if there was any kind of – and I don't know if they can bring an indictment at all. But there's it throws a wrench in the gears, and the lawyers for whomever they were investigating have you know have got a leg to stand on now. There's 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 a problem 
So well, they're investigating uh, Trump, so you know that it's going to be thrown out. It, it's it's a you know it, it won't go anywhere now. No matter no matter what they decide to do, it's gone. Well, and also and also Giuliani. Yeah. Well, he he testified before him, and she said he was the most interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, was oh, I didn't hear that. Okay, well, he's most interesting. Well, well, that's nice. To her. And, yeah. um, and I'm very um, I'm very um, um, secure now that I heard that the uh, consumer prices are up, inflation is up after seven months of going down. Really, really? Do you believe that? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just Fox News is absolutely horrible. And here's a I got to go back to work. Here's a little um, um, commercial update. In the lead is Navaj. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. In, se- in second place is um, my Patriot Supply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, and select quote insurance. They're in third. Okay. Good. There you go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have them all. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I'm, I'm just I'm just worried about this um, this uh, EPI uh, drug that people that they're prescribing for you know uh, people for this pancreatic malady that people might yeah. have. Yeah. Did you, did you hear? Did you hear the side effects? Why would anybody take a drug with all those side effects? I know. Yeah. Me? Yeah. The side well, effects, are, from it. Side effects <laughs> are worse than the uh, ailment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh oh. My boss is my boss is giving me the bad eyes. Uh oh. You better to get to work. All right, man. All right. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Yeah, right. we, in my in my day, we used to call it the stink eye. Yeah, that's for sure. Um. We're, we're a little behind because uh, at in the 9 o'clock hour every week, um, I'm going to give 10 Trump actions that people aren't aware of. and uh, uh, But I thought I would take a call before we get into that. So every week we're going to give tr- 10 Trump actions that he took during his presidency. And we'll, um, uh, we're into uh, February or March of his first term, so... Here we go. Military. In February, the administration reached a tentative deal with Lockheed Martin to purchase 90 F-35 jets at the lowest price in the program's history. The first 90 planes were about $725 million below budget with billions of dollars in additional savings expected. The deal saved at least one U.S. ally, Japan, $100 million bucks. Russia, the uh, administration countered uh, Russian propaganda by launching two government-run media outlets in February, broadcasting in Russia. Finance reform, the administration ordered review of the 2010 Dodd-Frank financial oversight law in February while urging Congress to remove the Consumer Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's authority to supervise banks and financial companies, returning that power to other federal and state regulators. Savings for oil companies. Trump signed a bill in February that eliminated the Dodd-Frank rule requiring oil companies such as ExxonMobil to publicly disclose the taxes and fees they paid to foreign governments, which would have saved the industry as much as $385 million annually. Government reform. In March, uh, Trump signed an executive order to perform an audit on every executive branch agency to reduce spending and waste and improve services, and we know that was never done, Shane. In Syria, 
in March, Trump administration successfully forced the G20 to remove its opposition to protectionism and temper its support for free trade. Any mention of climate change was eliminated from its joint statement. The economy, uh, U.S. home builder confidence rose to its strongest level in nearly 12 years as strengthened the jobs market and improving wages bolstered demand for homes. Middle East, in March, the administration, led by U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, condemned a report against Israel by the U.N. Economic and Social Commission for Western Asia that was deemed anti-Semitic, prompting the resign of the commission's uh, executive director. Trade deficit. Trump signed an executive order in March directing a review of and reporting on of major trade deficits. Abortion in April. Trump signed a pro-life activist, uh, advocate, uh, Dr. Charmaine Yost, uh, the former president of the American United for Life, as assistant secretary of public affairs for the Department of Health and Human Services, replacing a strong Planned Parenthood supporter. Later, two pro-life advocates who had worked for the Family Research Council were appointed to key positions, and Valerie Huber, an abstinence educator advocate, was appointed in June as uh, chief of staff to the assistant secretary for health and at the human services, uh, health and human services. So there's your 10 actions for this week. Excellent. Well done, Eagle man. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to, with all the negative that uh, I get every week on Trump, that we uh, highlights some things he did that no one, no one knows about. It's going to be written about for a long time and probably two or three dozen books. <laughs> yeah. Well, the big thing was executive order for um, uh, auditing all the agencies. We've talked about that. That's why you, you don't have a budget. That's why we never have a budget because these agencies, um, you know, nobody wants an audit because all their waste will come to the forefront, Shane. That's right. And, uh, you know, your president and his, uh, uh, policy with regards to the budget is now four weeks behind on offering a budget uh, to the House. Mm-hmm. You know, he promised six weeks ago he would do it um, by the 1st of February and nothing. Well, there you go. Yeah. Excuse me, 1st of March. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> oh, you cannot be a Christian and watch Tucker Carlson. They are incompatible. Uh, Tucker is is a child who insults and mocks everyone that is not what Christ commanded of us. Well, I don't know about that, but wow, that's a stretch. Yeah, that was a stretch. <laughs> uh, portions of a grand jury uh, finding were made public. She was allowed to speak as long as she kept within the judge's parameters. Not true. Hmm. It, it, it's clearly stated in federal and and um, all, all states that uh, you can't talk about, e- even after the case is settled or not, uh, and even if there are charges or not, you can't expose anything talked about, discussed. Yeah. Can't talk to any of the jurors. You, you know, you, mm-hmm. no. She she b- broke mm-hmm. half a dozen laws that uh, you know uh, 
would put her to, in, in serious jeopardy of jail, big jail time and a fine. But yeah, no, no one's going to do anything. You know yeah, I don't. Do I don't think a judge can sit down and say you can talk about this, but not about that. Well, no, the, the U.S. Supreme Court set the guidelines. That's yeah. why there's mm -hmm. federal laws about it. But uh, you know, it, it's just one of these things that you look at and you go, well, yeah, "Why? Why? Why would they? Why would the media talk to her like uh, you know, interview her like that, knowing she's breaking the law? Yeah. I mean, it's it's bizarre. So, well, you only report it if you get the answer you want, Shane. And now they do it for ratings, you know. Well, that's what I mean. You get the you get what you want. Okay. All right, I vote absentee. I get two ballots every time. I vote one and send the other back blank. Uh, that's from our good listener, Gay, out there. All right, Gay. Good American. She's a good American, isn't she? Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, I follows the rules, baby. <laughs> oh, and, and did uh, Tester talk about teenage suicide rates? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Shane, when you said it's 10 below there, is that Celsius? Fahrenheit is is confusing for some. Uh, is 10 below actually 42 uh, degrees or freezing? Uh, what is it? What What's your... Uh, well, it's actually, during the break I checked, and it's actually 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's so see. That, that, by the way, that's yeah. zero degrees centigrade. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. Oh, let's see. Uh, did you hear that FEMA is shipping contain contaminated water from the fire trucks uh, to Houston? Uh, I did hear that and looked it up, and uh, that is absolutely true. Deer Park, Texas, the wastewater from that train derailment incident in East Palestine, Ohio, is headed to the Houston area and will be disposed of by Texas Molecular, a hazardous waste company in Deer Park. So there you are. That's right. What they basically do is they boil it off and uh, burn the rest, what's left over. Yeah. That's what they do. So. And in doing so, they produce electricity. What a deal. Well, that's what they tell me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. For Tom and Shane's edification, Milton Freeman's four ways to spend money. Yeah, Milton was a smart guy. Amen to that. But remember. Mm -hmm. The precursor of his whole theory that he got the Nobel Prize for was, in time of recession, government should spend to, you know, provide jobs and support the economy. Mm -hmm. And in times of growth, you the taxes that increase, you take and pay back the debt, which they don't do. Yeah. They do one, but they don't do number two. Don't do the other one, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what can I tell you, huh? Not much there, big guy. All right. A Youngstown, uh, Ohio-based law firm has announced a class action suit against Norfolk Southern Railway over the derailment of a trade in East Palestine. Uh, the firm Johnson & Johnson, uh, I guess they're not the Band-Aid folks, but uh, is partnering with uh, class action law firm Hagen's Bergman uh, on behalf of all residents within 30 miles of the derailment site. The lawsuit specifically invokes the legal doctrine of public nuisance, the backbone of both the landmark 1990 uh, la lawsuit rather, 
against the tobacco industry and ongoing litigation against opioid manufacturers and fossil fuel companies. So um, I, I think they have a leg to stand on, Shane. What do you think? Well, I think they should uh, rename the firm Johnson & Johnson and Q-Tip so they can clean out everybody's ears to hear the real story. There you are. All right, let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number, 522-8255. Call your alma, Tom and Shane. What's up? Morning, boys. Red Andre on here. Hey, how's it going? Uh, not bad. Hey, I gave you a plug last week on Aaron's show, <laughs> and uh, a good plug. And then Aaron got a little sick. I don't know. He might have gotten carried away. I hope positive he thinks about you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> And and then we got we got Nancy up there. Nancy is um, like radio royalty, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know she's more cognitive than Biden is, or has ever been. So um, I don't not sure uh, well what her age is or whatever on else, but uh, at, uh, I'd hate to go up against her uh, running for Senate. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, oh, on your um, uh, on your point about uh, with uh, Trumpy there. Over in Syria, uh, do you remember that uh, they? Uh, it's, I think it was Syria or something. That they fired a bunch of rockets and then uh, Trumpy um, uh, wiped them right on out. That was where they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, that that really stood out to me. There's no way um, Greg's going to run again for another term. He's just doing too well up and through there. And if he's still got it into him, he's just a great man. He's doing so many good things. Um, it, it maybe uh, after a second term, he may uh, end up uh, running for Senate and stuff. And often he's doing an amazing job. There's no way he's going to go up against me or Tester or anything like that. But um, what's uh, I've got more hours of uh, volunteering for the vets and the VFWs, and I see that in doing so, I, I don't even think Tester has even volunteered one hour. Um, to, to help better things in these VFWs, because uh, the VFWs are, are, uh, are definitely struggling. Uh, one point here that the, uh, Nancy would really like is uh, um, these uh, the cartels are uh, <coughs> flying drones over with uh, fentanyl and who knows what else. And uh, but we have the technology now to put up basically an uh, electronic fence. So if uh, they try to cross the border, uh, um, we could uh, we could either uh, put them down right there at the border, or uh, take uh, take control of them. We got we have the technology. That's for sure. Um, I can't believe, you know, I, I can go down to the local hobby store and and build a rocket, um, a three stage rocket, whatever on else. And we're uh, for for under a hundred dollars. That could be attached uh, to uh, F, whatever <laughs> F plane that they they're wanting to do, and uh, where th- these guys are shooting four hundred thousand uh, dollar uh, rockets. It's like that's unconscionable. So it, it, uh, uh, the military, Air Force. Uh, I be- I was an air cadet and everything like that. I've flown a, a, a buttload. But if they want to give me the difference, I'll uh, set them up with some rockets, you know, of the four hundred thousand. No big deal. I won't hurt my feelings. And uh, and man, I'm I am about ready to pull my shorts on now, because it is just so nice here in Livingston Paradise, 
uh, I get to go and see if I can uh, dig my motorhome out. Uh, uh, that that kind of deal. Um, but I am what once I get that place, um, then I can really take a really strong, hard uh, push um, for um, uh, running for U.S. Senate against Tester because he's got so many weak points and everything. And like 15, I think it was like 15 years ago, or when Obama was in, um, there was millions upon millions of dollars that was available for renewable energies, like I showed him twice. Mm. And yet he couldn't lift a finger to get me some help. So, and then I ran into one of the guys that did the grants and, in Bozeman, uh, I wasn't sure if it was at the Grand Tree when you, when you would, uh, and Aaron were in there, but he told me, uh, uh, no, it was when Pence came on in. He told me uh, he could have got me about fifty million dollars, and it would have, but they were all out um, it, in a heartbeat if I just would have uh, um, went that second level. That, right. Any questions for me? Nope. Any questions gotta, for me, boys? Gotta go. <laughs> okay. Take care. Have a great weekend. You too. All right. All right. That's going to wrap it up. As we come back, we've got to talk about these. Uh, we got to talk about China, what they're doing with their jet planes. East Palestine uh, class action suit. Uh, DeSantis wades in on Ukraine. The U.S. sending 200 troops to China or to uh, Taiwan, rather. And, uh, well, most young men are single. Most young women are not. So. We'll be talking about all of that when we come back. So don't go anywhere. Uh, there's no reason to leave. So we'll be right back. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's February 25th, 2023. And it's uh, still, well, it's going up to 18 degrees outside, mostly sunny. Uh, we're going to have uh, 36, so be our high for today. 24 the overnight low. And then it's going to be 45 degrees on sa- on Sunday a uh, little snow Sunday night starting at 7 a.m. and ending at 1 a.m. One to three inches predicted. So you may want to allow yourself a little extra time to get to uh, get to work on Monday. Uh, from our text line, 478-8298, I agree with, uh, with Clint because uh, China is building up their military in the South China Sea. They're building fake islands. There's a reason behind it. And they're not doing it to pass the time, and I would agree with that. They're uh, they're not uh, they're not doing <laughs> not doing it for their for their health. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, we do have a caller. We do have a caller on the line. <laughs> I was waiting for Shane to get back so that we could uh, talk to uh, talk to both both of you could hear us. So. Yeah, I didn't know that I was supposed to be coming on the line right now, but yeah, you, um, you are on the Jack. air. You are on the air. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, my name is Jack, and mm-hmm. I, I was wondering if your radio program could forward my message to a guy that just called in about his open heart surgery. Yes, and I was wondering if he would give me a call at four zero six five eight zero five seven nine six. And uh, I'd like to visit with him for um, of, of my uh, experience doing open heart surgery. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, so, hopefully he's still listening, and uh, maybe yeah, uh, he I got the he got the number. So you may get a yeah. call from all kinds of liberal people, but <laughs> you, yeah, never, okay. you never know. <laughs> that's all right. They can give it around. 
I'm not a liberal myself. I'm a conservative, so. All right. Well, I'll be happy to call you and try to convert you probably. Okay. Thank you, Tom. (laughs) Thanks so much. Hey, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I hope you guys can uh, hook hook up with each other. And uh, uh, let's see, uh, Shane, uh, you think John Tester, uh, you can thank John Tester for fighting for your VA choice, right? It was Tester who wrote the bill. It was Obama who signed the bill. It was Trump who took credit for the bill. No, Trump didn't take credit for the bill. The, the, the VA choice was improved by Congress. Trump signed it. Sorry. Whoops. Sorry, I had you turned down, Shane. Sorry. Go ahead. You, you know, you have me turned off. Yeah. And uh, enforced yeah. it. The, the yeah. difference is, is that as president and, and the head of the executive branch, he enforced the law. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, like he said, fire them. If, if, if these people have to be fired. And he did that, too. Yeah. So, that you know, he overhauled it. And, and yeah, the, I was going to say, we uh, we talked about it on some of our 10 things. Uh, he overhauled the VA and got rid of a lot right. of dead weight, uh, mm-hmm. made a lot of changes there. So Yeah, the Democrats are great about uh, trying to solve problems and then, you know, passing legislation, they say that'll solve them, but they don't enforce it. Yeah. That's the problem, yeah. From our text line, 478-8298, I say we should get rid of government. The word government means to control the mind. Uh, Does Tester talk about the Second Amendment or the First Amendment? And did he talk about teenage suicide rates? Talking to, referring to one of our callers earlier that um, saw his interview. About the Ukraine war, Shade. It's difficult, if not impossible, to fight a restricted war. Ukraine cannot use weapons provided by the U.S. to fight uh, across set boundaries, but Russia can fight at will over the same boundaries. There we are. Well, I guess Ukraine could attack uh, Russia if they wanted to. Well, yeah, but there's Makes them the bad guys again, so. But but there's no benefit. I mean, it's always about what's what's the benefit. Yeah. The benefit right now for Ukraine is, uh, unfortunately, your your people, your country, um, are 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 financing the administration of a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, yeah. a lot of money. I mean, even in his speech, your president mm-hmm. said, "Oh, we're paying, you know, for administrators and 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 you know the government employees because you know they they're not being paid and yeah. we want to make sure they have pensions." I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, he said it. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a it's a mess over there. Uh, uh, obviously, I don't think Putin cares about Ukraine. I don't care if he turned it into a desert. Uh, he wants the old Soviet Union back, like it used to be. No, nah, he wants the oil of Odessa. That's well. Yeah, it's but I, I, I don't oil. think That's, I don't Hitler think Hitler went for it. You know, Hitler went for it in World War II, didn't yeah. get there. I mean, insane. Well, I don't think he cares. Um, I don't think he cares if he levels the place. You can always go in and drill later. But uh, he wants he wants the old Soviet Union back. What I don't get is, as you know, that your your country controls the northern oil fields of uh, Syria still. So why aren't they using that oil and shipping it to? Uh, refill refill mm-hmm. your reserves for free i mean you you control them yeah well well I, we can't do that i mean that would common sense yeah 
that's a that's an endangered species. Gotcha. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? You know, good morning, guys. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I watched uh, George Patton movie again last night, the older one. Fabulous and, movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, old uh, mm-hmm. Patton said there at the end, but it was all about politics. But he said, we got the Army over here. We might as well kick the Russians' ass now because yep. we're going to be fighting them anyway. But here's the thing. <laughs> What's wrong with our country right now, I, I believe, is, number one, we got crooked politicians on both sides. But, you know, if you were a normal person in this free country, and this is the last best hope, and I don't think these liberals really understand that. They just, they're in la-la land as long as they can run their bike around, uh, for instance, Bozeman in the city parks and this and that and, and uh, that type of thing. But the thing is, number one, uh, everybody says, you know, God bless America. God has already blessed America, and we're spitting in his face now. So God needs to be number one like he was at one time, number two, the country, and then your family. And what's wrong right now is if you're running your household like they're running our government, we'd all be in uh, poverty right now. And the thing is, they need to uh, get back on board as uh, getting our borders secure making sure our military might is good so nobody's going to screw with us. And after that, they can start doling out some money after they got your own bills taken care of. Because biblical, you uh, take care of your own finances is what God wants, and then you can give out to other people uh, whatever you desire. And right now, everything is about bass backwards, and that's what's wrong right now with the country. But if they don't get our military, this is scary as far as I'm concerned as an old man is, giving all our weapons away, and then the Chinamans or whoever decide to go come over here or the Russians or any of them, and they, if they don't uh, take sides with Israel, God's going to judge the people that don't because they're God's people. And Iran, building up their military and their nuclear, thanks to Obama and the rest of them, things are really in a mess right now. So the people just need to understand they better get things lined up right here. We're, we're going to be in a world of hurt. Amen so, to that. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I got. Thank you guys for your program again. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, I always use the airplay method, uh, Shane. Uh, secure your own mask before assisting others. Make sure your yes. own mask is in place. <laughs> okay. Uh, like Reagan said, like Reagan said, <laughs> Reagan said it best, trust but verify. Trust but verify. Amen to that. Yeah. All right, uh, from our text line, uh, I thought Trump was going to have that water bottled under his trademark for his next rescue mission. Text from Jeff. Well, come on, Jeff, you're better than that. That's stupid. Okay, Uh, it's time to move past Trump. He's lost the presidency and two midterms. Go DeSantis. All right. If, uh, well, let's see. Nope, not that one. I already read that, I think. Hmm? <laughs> uh, would Biden's waiving of sanctions against Russia be complicit in the invasion of Ukraine? Well, probably would be, I guess. I don't know. The um, China's talking about brokering a peace between uh, Russia and Ukraine. Great. Let them. And yeah. then rebuild it. Go, yeah. go rebuild it, China. Go, go rebuild <laughs> The Ukraine. I mean, you, you know, you did this after World War II. 
Uh, when Churchill and, and FDR and Stalin got together, you know, Churchill gave, gave up Eastern Europe to, to Stalin, uh, knowing they were going to win the war by then, so, so that, uh, you know, to guarantee that the U.S. would rebuild Europe and, and Britain, which you did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then, then you rebuild the Japan, which you did. I yeah. mean, then you acknowledged China and built rebuilt China, which you did. So yeah. let them go spend the trillions to rebuild the world and police <laughs> it and whatever. Yeah, there you are. All right. Yes, Tester, Tester uh, did the uh, uh, choice bill. I give him full credit for that. I also give Trump credit for approving it. So end of story. That's right. Jeez. Uh, if the uh, BRICS countries, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South, Af South Africa, uh, established their joint alternative currency to the dollar and Saudi Arabia agreeing to sell oil in currency other than the dollar, then countries will have, have to hold the U.S. dollar and in inflation in our country will be, will be tenfold and what we are, than what we are experiencing now. Well, in the first place, none of those countries have a monetary, uh, a, currency, a stable enough currency to be the world Nor the currency. infrastructure. I mean, they, they, yeah. they just don't, they don't have, have the it. banking infrastructure. No. Yeah. The, the U.S. has locked this up. You know, it's taken them 100 years, but it's locked down. I mean, yeah. it's just done. Yeah, the European no, Union no, will, be, will be stronger than those countries. Yeah, number two, none of them trust each other. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all going to lie to one another. Sure, yeah. So that, that doesn't work out well. Yeah. And, uh, and, and finally, you know, the, the, the bottom line to all this is, what's the benefit? Tell me the benefit. Like, you know, it's just, it's like, let's all get together and swap spit. No, we want to swap oil. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. Keep your religion out of my politics. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's another text that uh, uh, won't get read for fear of hurting feelings of listeners. Remember, uh, Russia's Putin helped Trump get elected twice. No, he didn't. Google got him elected. Facebook got him elected. Yet somehow Republicans uh, think Russia is afraid of Trump. That's so funny. Russia, well, I don't Russia know. He bombed. He bombed Russians. Uh, killed a bunch of them. I don't know what you got to right. do in Syria. Russia, yeah. you know, is afraid of Trump, and and that's why this is such a joke. Yeah. They're not afraid of you know. They're not afraid of. Biden, because he's the Manchurian candidate. Russia and China own him. They, they just outright own him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think for a second that uh, Putin would have invaded Ukraine if Trump were president. No, wouldn't not have. Not a chance. No way. No, no way. No. Yeah, he would have told him, hey, that ain't going to work. That's not going to work well for you. Uh, how many millions uh, did they uh, did they charge him for the medical that fellow was was charged? <laughs> Sorry, that's the way it's written. Um, they were talking about uh, the gentleman who called in earlier with yeah. the heart uh, thing, and they were wondering. Uh, uh, I think he said it was well over a million bucks, probably total, uh, probably way more than that. Uh, with all the things. well, you can't you can't put a value on a human life. You can't put a value on that mm -hmm. type of medical assistance. Yeah, only the government and mm -hmm. insurance does. But more importantly, that's what the EA does. It's, mm -hmm. it's the largest mm -hmm. government agency in the medical industry, and it's larger than the private medical industry. Mm -hmm. So they have all the infrastructure, 
And, you know, I would rather have a, 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 yeah. a golden hour surgeon in the VA operating on me than anyone in private practice. I'm sorry. I mean, what, what, what they learn in the field in that golden hour after someone's been wounded mm-hmm. um, and then take back yeah. and, and, you know, come back and work in the hospitals here is just, it's invaluable. But the infrastructure's yeah. there, so it, it is what it is. That's true. Uh, from our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone, are the, back, are the bike paths plowed today? Bruce, the, Ennis from, <laughs> the, the, the menace from Ennis wants to know. <laughs> he, he doesn't know, he doesn't want to have to work a little bit more walking yeah, snow. That's that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. wear snowshoes yeah that's right <laughs> uh let's see is your saturday show statewide well it's statewide on the internet uh you can listen to us anywhere oh. in the world for that matter at kmmsam.com so uh, yeah, so we get we because we fill in for uh, Aaron once in a while. He is statewide uh, uh, final hour. Uh, so a lot of people have heard us there and uh, have gravitated us on Saturday. So, and of course, all our shows are recorded. So uh, those are available also at kmmsam.com. Just click on Tom and Shane's podcast. And uh, you'll get this show, or you'll get our uh, videos uh, that we do every Tuesday and uh, and Thursday. And speaking of that, we're going to move to 5 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays for our uh, video podcast. So those are available online as well. So yeah, we wish we wish we were statewide, but uh, what can I tell you? Huh? It is what it is. Oh, let's see. Russia loves Trump. Uh, Trump's Trump's Putin lapdog. Wow, you guys are amazingly ignorant. Well, we don't mind being ignorant. The hours are good. There's no heavy lifting. Is it true that the U.S. Uh, aid to Ukraine exceeded Afghanistan? Well, I don't know, Shane. No. You're the expert on that. I don't think it has no. yet, but no, it probably will. Close. No, <laughs> no, no. But it, it's it's just it's just money that's. Poorly yeah. spent and should be spent on Americans. It's just wrong. Yeah, and I don't. And, care. and you know, a good president would stand up and say, "We'll put up X. We'll put up a hundred million dollars if anyone yeah. else matches us. But yeah. we need at least four other countries to match us." Okay. Right. There you go. So. No match, no money. There you go. All right. Uh, well, China is reportedly planning to ter- turn hundreds of retired Cold War jet fighters into suicide tro- drones that could be used for a massive attack on Taiwan. Experts believe the weapons would be relatively cost-effective and capable. Um, the drones would have similar characteristics to the uh, the MiGs, uh, MiG-21s that they used back in the 60s. But... Uh, that's something to think about, Shane. That they could, uh, they could do that, you know. Well, okay, I dug into this. Um, the Zhengdong J7 and mm-hmm. F7 Air Guard are the two planes that China built from 1965 to 2013. 2,400. That's all they manufactured. So that's the number they're talking about. Uh, in the boneyard in Arizona, the military, U.S. military, has 4,500. Uh, military planes just mm-hmm. in the boneyard waiting there. 
And that doesn't include the 22,000 commercial airplanes that are sitting there. So, I, and finally, this is important. A C-5 can fly over the uh, China Straits, um, open to the back end, drop 5,000 drones uh, with AI guidance, artificial intelligence guidance, one pound of high explosive in each. Uh, they'll, they'll fly and uh, as a group and attack as a group and can wipe out anywhere from two to 5,000 targets um, in one flight. So, I mean, please give me a break. The, 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 you got to know the game to be able to know the answers. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's just, I think it would be a smart move on their part. If they could figure it out. I, I mean, they're what makes you think they can't AI. figure it out? <laughs> well, they're way behind on AI. They're not doing well yeah. other than what they steal. <laughs> okay. Uh, from our text line, 478-8298, apparently some of your ignorant leftist listeners uh, are still clinging desperately to the debunked Russian hoax initially initiated by Hillary Clinton and perpetuated by the decadent media and the Democrat leadership. Uh, so there you go. Uh, you lie. Russia helped Trump twice. Well, tell you what. Why don't you uh, take pen to paper and give me give me a uh, uh, tell me how how they did it? Yeah. So so somehow the Russians know which counties in Pennsylvania to target and with what would they target them with? And you know Wisconsin and uh, Ohio and. Uh, you know, the Rust Belt there that Trump carried. So the Russians somehow know what all the pundits here don't know, that Hillary didn't know, and they're just able to swoop in there. Why didn't they give Trump the election the second time around then? If if Trump's right. in their back pocket, if they want Trump so bad, right. well, give me the proof, you know? I got plenty of proof that Google and Facebook and, all, and, and Twitter... Uh, they know who's Democrat and Republican by the posts they make. So, bang, no problem. Get out and vote Democrat is <laughs> what was sent out. And the guy at Google in a, in a private meeting with the, some of the employees said, we're not going to let this happen again. We're not going to let Trump get elected a second time. And they, yeah, they, and they took care of that. So, please. Uh, by all means, um, you know, if you've got, if you want to uh, give me some uh, definitive proof on, you know, on uh, Russia calling the election, then I'm all ears. But no. And eyes. I'm all ears and eyes. Like, this, I mean, this would be like mm -hmm. waking up in the morning and going after my yawn. Yeah, wow, that yeah. was a great dream. That was a great dream. <laughs> well, Ron DeSantis, uh, Florida governor, is wading deeper into foreign policy as he prepares for a likely 2024 presidential run, uh, signaling an effort to broaden his leadership chops uh, beyond the culture war issues that he built a national reputation on. So uh, he said that... Uh, 
that uh, he blasts the uh, Biden administration. The aid to Ukraine is a blank check policy, played down the threat that Moscow poses to NATO and uh, uh, is uh, probably going to run. And I think he's got a pretty good shot at it, Shane. So. Well, I think uh, before the, you, you know, the voting starts uh, in the primaries, uh, Trump uh, will announce that his choice for VP is is this great governor. And there are a lot of reasons for that. It saves him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, then he can start uh, uh, campaigning as a VP candidate and debating as a VP candidate. And, and so it could change the VP and presidential debates drastically. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, can you imagine it? him running around, you know, uh, chasing the Democratic VP candidate. I mean, it'd be great to watch. That, that would be good. It would be fun to watch. I don't I don't yeah. think DeSantis wants a VP. Uh, I, I know we've had I this argument. I, I know. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate your speculation. Uh, well, I it's just, only four years, so great. And then he's president for eight, so he's young enough. He, well, he he's is. Not, you yeah. know, he's not past his prime. Yeah. Well, the problem is uh, Trump's unelectable. Uh, that's that's the that's the issue, you know. I mean, he just is. So it's going to have to be somebody besides him, even even if he does run, and you know, he he'll do he'll do well in some states and maybe until the bitter end. But I don't think he's gonna. I I, I just don't see it. But but that's me. So bottom of the hour, Shane. Right. I see that <laughs> top right. of the hour. Oh, it's the top of the hour. Holy smokes. Yeah, we still got a full hour to go. We got a lot more to that we've got to talk about here. Um, let's see. Boy. Uh, well, we got a couple people running uh, for president against uh, uh, against Biden and uh, also uh, more people jumping in uh, on the Trump, on the uh, Republican side or the Trump side, if you want to call it that. So, so we'll be back. Stay tuned. Don't go away. Seven minutes after the hour of uh, 10 a.m. Wow. Morning's flying by, Shane. Doing well. It does every day. Saturday is February 25th, 2023. If you'd like to be a part of the big broadcast, it's easy. Pick up the phone, 406-522-TALK, 406-522-8255. Or if it's easy for you, it's 522-8255. Maybe that's maybe that's easier for you. Five twenty yeah, military terms. Yeah, it's five twenty two eight eighty two fifty five. In fact, there's three fives and uh, three twos. So it, the dialect's so easy. <laughs> I mean, and anywhere in the world. Yeah. Well, Shane, more than sixty percent of young men are single, nearly twice the rate of unattached young women, signaling a larger breakdown in the social, romantic, and sexual life of the American male. Wow, that's why your birth rate's at one point eight, and uh, you need it. You'll need immigration to make up the difference. Of course, legal immigration. Yeah, of course, legal immigration, yeah. And it should be based on merit. We, we've talked about it. That's it, yeah. Well, men in their 20s are more likely than women in their 20s to be uninvolved romantically, sexually dormant, friendless, and lonely, which explains our two lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're, we're we're at the age of compatibility. That's right. <laughs> I mean, at at that age, it's you know, 
lust and desire. That, that, that's, that's where we are, yeah. <laughs> and the 20s is the best decade of your life. Enjoy it. Amen. Yeah, uh, if I only knew now what I know, if I only knew then what I know now, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I got married at 26, quite happy. All right, there you go. Uh, we're in a crisis of connection, um, and I would put this uh, at social media, Shane, that we're, we're on our phones, uh, we're texting, we're not personally interacting with people. I think that's well, yeah, part no of our... social. There's no direct social activity you know the three parts of your life is your personal life your social life and your professional life yeah and when, when you cancel one out that, that that's a that's a big part of your life that certainly is yeah well another more important news uh, marianne williamson's uh, uh, confirmed she will run for president in uh, 2024 against joe biden now if you're not familiar with marianne williamson she's the mayor she's the marjorie taylor green of the left <laughs> she is she is a wacko off the charts wacko. Yeah, so, she's not a woke moment. She's a woke day. Yeah, she uh, is you know, a woke uh, yeah. hour. A, a woke twenty four hour. Yeah, she's a twenty four seven. So yeah, um, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, she says I wouldn't be running for president if I didn't believe I can contribute to her, to harnessing the collective sensibility that I feel is our greatest hope at this time. The collective sensibility, Shane. We gotta. We got to have that. So, uh, well, I'm 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 willing to contribute a walk, <laughs> WOK, to her campaign so she can learn how to cook Chinese because you know that, uh, that's that's you know that, she may, that's where uh, she's at. Yeah, she may need yeah. to she may need to do that. So, yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> I don't know. From our text line four seven eight eight two nine eight, potential parents should be required to pass many life tests before being allowed to have children. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Sort of like China, two uh, two child policy. Uh, too many unqualified humans reproducing worldwide. <laughs> Ain't that, oh, the that truth? What a great woke comment! Uh, yeah, that, that's <laughs> that, that's just common sensibility. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah. There's uh, too many dumb people are reproducing. I don't know. Uh, caller asked if you were statewide. I listen to your show every Saturday and look forward to hearing it. It makes my Saturday. I left. Uh, I I left out. I'm in California, so there you are. <laughs> so hey, we got some listeners in California, Miles City, Roundup, uh, Billings. Uh, we're all over the place. So I think I think we had somebody from Hawaii once. Uh, uh, so the, I just want to throw this in. You know, the importance of a family and children is called a legacy. <laughs> You carry on your existence. Mm -hmm. And uh, like marriage is, that's the important thing about marriage. If you're, if you're not going to get married, you know, then probably don't have children. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the 21st century with the Internet and everything is so back assward that, uh, you know, with the woke busy rewriting everything, including, you know, social norms, you know, it, it, mm -hmm. you know, these new generations since 65 are a little bit confused. Yeah. So you think Trump uh, could have told Putin to stay out of Ukraine? Trump couldn't even get a dime out of Mexico to pay for his wall. Well, where is the wall now? Biden started putting some of it back up, apparently, with under uh, pressure. But you don't hear about that all that he, he, much. He didn't need or want Mexico to help build the wall. It's an American wall. They they know how to do it best. But he got him to put troops on the border. I mean, yeah. the border was sealed. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is wrong? I mean, uh, oh, 
How, did you people fall asleep for five years or four years? I mean, really? Just, yeah, you don't remember the the Trump uh, stay in Mexico policy uh, till your right. till your date? I mean, come on, give me a break. That's right. I mean, it's it's it, uh, it's it's great that they these people send it, yeah. but you know, it's it's like the Canadian and the United States safe third country agreement, and mm. he got every Central American country to sign it, or no money from. Uh, United States, and that stopped it. So mm -hmm. you can't go through a you know a country to get to a country. That's that's the that's that law or yeah. treaty, and uh, they all signed it. Yeah. Uh, what about this next step to socialism? Every city in the U.S. must create an equity plan. Uh, can you explain what an equity plan would be? Well, Don Lemon uh, of CNN has to undergo. Uh, according to CNN, he's got to uh, take some kind of sensitivity training or uh, or whatever kind of training they have over there, I guess. But, well, the other thing we just talked about, um, uh, this was it Secretary of Education, uh, Undersecretary, that uh, for every uh, white person that is in the cabinet, we've you have to have an alternative uh, person of uh, some minority. Oh, you mean the diversity? Well, there's yeah. there's more minorities uh, in in um, Biden's cabinet mm -hmm. than before, more women in his cabinet than before. But this mm -hmm. equity thing they're talking about, th this mm -hmm. is interesting and it's important. So in the suburbs, the Democrats are trying to get cities um, in, in, to mm -hmm. uh, agree that in the suburbs they, they have to set aside land um, to build uh you know, apartments, apartments, okay, mm -hmm. for um, underprivileged people to move in. So th this is a, a real effort to shift the voting, you know, the voting in suburbs, number one. But more importantly, uh, it, it's, a, a, it's a way of um, basically uh, blaming the suburbs for, uh, you know, that there being no uh, low-cost housing. Um, you deal with it every day. Uh, in your your city, we talk about it all the time. So, it, it's a very strange way of wanting to diversify the suburbs. But the amazing thing is, is it's actually happening on its own. More minorities are moving to the suburbs, buying single-family homes than at any other time in history. Yeah. So they, they sort of, you know, it's sort of a push against itself. But you know, it's important to talk about it and have a conversation so people know what mm -hmm. they're trying to do. Uh, so true, yeah. And, and, and you know, it, it's basically another way of saying reparations, right? I mean, that's really what it is. Right? Mm -hmm. Let's see. Where are we going here? <laughs> I don't my, know. You've got this list. I don't I mean, know. I, got, I lost my place. Yeah, <laughs> the, so, the southern border was never, has never been, and never will be sealed. Well, it wasn't sealed, but it was shirk. Sure uh, the uh, people crossing was sure at a minimum that the border patrol could uh, could uh, control. Well, in the last year of, uh, of Trump's uh, presidency, uh, more people crossed over in the month of December last year mm -hmm. than the entire year of Trump's last year. So please, let, let's get this serious. And by the way, the getaways, mm -hmm. there were none. And uh, you know, well, gangs and everything reported else. Reported anyway. Yeah. 
Well, no, they kept the numbers because they knew everyone that was coming across. And and the, and the, the gangs and everything, they're all being sent back because, you know, under this uh, agreement that Trump made them all sign, you know, the safe third country agreement, uh, they, they agreed to take back their people. So, you know, they just put them on buses or planes and sent them home. That's all they did. Yeah, so. Well, yeah, the uh, the situation there on the border is untenable. I mean, and you can you can put some of that on on Biden as uh, uh, as going to the uh, uh, inflation because in, inflation's still at a forty year high. Now people want to say there's a lag between what Trump did. <laughs> but come on, guys! It's been two years since Trump was in, uh, and inflation isn't going anywhere. And Biden well, hasn't. Uh, it, Biden hasn't. Uh, Biden hasn't, hasn't done nothing about it. So the notes from the Fed's last meeting came out this week, and mm -hmm. exactly what I anticipated. So I, I, you know, it's not a prediction. I just think it's a fact. Mm -hmm. The Fed rate will be at eight percent by by June which means mortgage rates will be double digit. Um, inflation will not come down. It, it will be persistent between 18 and 20%. And uh, it, it, things will just continue to get worse. And there's no problem with your, your uh, you know, being able to pro provide to companies. Uh, you know, they keep claiming there's some, you know, it, problem with it. It's not. It's just people have to either buy gas or food. And the numbers yeah. coming out next week for the last quarter of earnings for retail, particularly food, are not going to be good. And, and they'll be misrepresented because the increase in inflation to what they're selling will show maybe that, you know, that they have uh, some good uh, numbers. But mm -hmm. it, it, it'll be misrepresented by the bobbleheads on financial news. Yeah, I think so, too. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. Caller, you're on with Thomas. Shane, what's going on? Hey, this is Gerald in Kalispell, Montana. Hey. I have a couple comments and a mm -hmm. question for you guys. Sure. Um, as far as our laws are concerned, okay, our Constitution, all the statutory laws, Biden has violated so many of them. So why isn't he being charged with high crimes and misdemeanors, okay? And all this woke crap that's going on, um, changing this and that and such and such to, you know, benefit this group versus us, you know, the the white people, for lack of a better description, I sure. guess, yeah. is to me is, is discriminatory, okay? So also, in Title 18, the one that deals with treason, Chapter 115, I believe it is, at the very bottom of the list, it says that the government cannot interfere with the military. So what Biden did with all this woke stuff is violation of that treason act, okay? So how come nobody has the cojones to stand up and do something about this? I mean, can we as citizens collectively file like a multi-billion person class action lawsuit against these clowns in office? Because th this is disgusting. You know, my all my heritage from Hungary and a few other places over there, and, and the Germans wiped out pretty much all my ancestors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If and, uh, yeah, if you can find a an attorney to take the lawsuit, uh, yeah, you can file anything anywhere. <laughs> but the answer to your other question about impeachment or why they don't come after Biden, 
there's an old, uh, well, not an old, but there's a line in the movie Moneyball. Uh, if your if your opponent is making mistakes, let them let them keep going. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, that's that's going to do more, I think, for a, for the election as Biden trying to. Well, you saw it in the State of the Union where he tried to justify all the things that he's doing, and all he all he did was lay out a laundry list of spending. I thought that Congress had the responsibility for assigning funds to to aid foreign countries. How come Biden's got a blank check? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm a senior citizen, and I've had two heart heart stents put in. The second one cost ninety seven thousand dollars. Yeah. Now, can you tell me what's wrong with that picture? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. Yeah. Medical stuff. Whatever. Congress. Uh, the the unfortunate point of this is that McCarthy is on board with Ukraine. Uh, that's that's the biggest problem because all money bills start in the House. You know, you might have a friend that's in need, but it doesn't mean you're going to sell your soul and your family's 10 children to benefit that individual. I mean, sure. come on. Yeah. This is ridiculous. And everyone harping on Medicare, <clears throat> I mean, Medicaid and Medicare, you know, I paid in it my whole life. Yeah. Okay. I got forced to retire at 62. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, I lost $1,500 a month off of my Medicare. So they put mm-hmm. me down at the poverty level. And, you know, now they're screaming and crying. Well, you know, it's all mm-hmm. these, you know, these, these, these rodents that are getting Medicare. Yeah. Well, hey, I put into it. You know, I pay $180 a month mm-hmm. off the top of my check for my Medicare. Yeah. So how, how am I mooching off the system when I'm paying out the notes? Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, you got to keep in mind is that the money that you put into Medicare and Social Security and all of that was worth a lot more when you put it in than it is today. Well, that's true. But, see, that's another thing. You know, it's like all these people coming in and, and buying up all these buildings and turning them into apartments. The mm-hmm. problem with that is because here in Kalispell, they built a whole bunch of new apartments there's one unit that might have 200 or more units in it, and out of that 200, maybe six to ten might help the the the, the needy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where where's the equality there? Yeah. And I think it, you know I'm tired of this equitable crap. I mean it's just ridiculous. And my last comment is, you know, the Democrats they've been wanting to have a nuclear war with with Russia or somebody since I was a teenager. Yeah. I mean these people are psychopaths. Amen to that. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for the call. Yeah. Sure. All right. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks much. Just two quick comments for me. Sure. Number one, yeah. the American people didn't elect the Republicans into the House to impeach uh, Biden. They, mm-hmm. And number two, they didn't take the Senate, so they can't. And you need a two-thirds majority to do that. So that's it's just a waste of time. What they mm-hmm. can do is in the oversight committees and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, um, bring all these people before these committees and have them lie and, and uh, you know, show the, the Dem- Democrats uh, for what they are. But at the end of the day, you get the government you vote for. I mean, people talk about term limits. You have them. Every two years, you have an election. That's yep. a term limit. That's it. So that, it, it, it. It's not an election. It's a term limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, as long as you, you keep sending the same people back to, and expect right. something different, it's not going to happen. So term limits aren't going to make any difference because whatever they set them at, you know, they'll continue to elect the same people for whatever the term is. But mm-hmm. anyway, there that, you go. That's it. Just, just an observation, folks. Oh, let's see if I can get a... Yeah.
flipped over on me. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's there. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? No one there. No one there. All right. Well, hopefully, it'll keep uh, flipping around. So. I'll point. If I hear them, I'll point. Okay. <laughs> uh, saying our border is secure is like saying that your money is in banks is secure. Securely being used and abused by the powers that be. <laughs> there you are, Shane. That's true. I mean, you know, since uh, Clinton, the the banks have been allowed to increase their leverage of loaning against their deposits, your money, mm -hmm. from nine to eleven. So for every ten dollars, you know, for every ten dollars you put in the bank, yep. you know, they get a, they get to lend out one hundred and ten. That's that's a good deal. They pay you two percent and charge the person borrowing eight. <laughs> God, there you go. That's a, what could be better than that. That's a good business to be in. Five two two talk is the number. Call your own with Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, uh, you were talking about Medicare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've been wondering why in the world we have eleven different languages on our Medicare papers that we get, and yes. Humana, Humana the same way. Why in the hell don't we say if you're going to get Medicare, you have isn't there something that says you have to learn to read, write, and speak English? <laughs> well, there should be. Uh, it's the same with ballots, you know, and uh, ballot instructions. Uh, you know, in California, when I lived there, they had uh, 90, 90 different languages to, you know, to talk about. So You're kidding. Well, well anything, you buy today, yeah. anything you buy today with instructions or directions comes with, you know, it comes in six or seven <laughs> Yeah, different, yeah languages. different languages, yeah. Sure. Well, there would be a big savings if we got rid of all those languages. It would, yeah. And Yes, and, and made everything English. We are the United States of America. <laughs> well, that's true. And English is not our official language either. I mean, it should be, but it's never been voted on. It's never been passed, as far as I know, anyway. I'm a citizen. Well, well, yeah, to become a citizen, you do, but uh, you know, illegals can vote in California in uh, city and uh, state elections. Yeah, and I just, I, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but the inner city children can't even speak English, so well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, so. so they can't well, write, they can't do math, and they can't talk. So, well, it's really aggravating. I mean, look at the money that we could spend if we just stuck to one thing. I mean, the money we could save. Well, now you're being racist and, uh, you know, just off the wall. I mean, oh. you've, you are just not a diverse person. You know, I mean, I, I, I can't, I, I'm surprised you got on the show. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I don't, I know, I'm sure in my, well, in my country, I, and I'm sure in most of yours, any neighborhood that's integrated, diversified, like a Chinese neighborhood or, you know, an African-American you know, uh, type neighborhood. You know, the street signs are in Chinese and and English or French and English or you know, we we have that here. Yeah. Well, my my family, when they immigrated, they had they had to learn English. They spoke the other languages in their their homes, but they learned the language and then they mm -hmm. dropped their foreign language that they came with. Yeah. 
Yep, by the third generation, that's 100%. And by third generation, they don't even know their mother tongue anymore. They just know English. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Thanks much for the call. Yeah. Appreciate bye. it. Thanks for listening. All right. Good job. All right. Final half hour uh, coming up. So. Let's bust a nut, buddy. We got to do it, man. We got to do it. Here we're going to. You got to get her done there. Eagle man. Yeah, we still got to talk about the uh, new Biden rule at the border. All these people talking about uh, fences and border walls <laughs> and immigration and getting caught and not getting caught and all that. We got to talk about that when we come back. So stay tuned for that. We'll be right back after these important words. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's February 25th, 2023. Tom Eagle left your morning mayor in the house. Shaman Tobin, half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. <laughs> The Biden administration on Tuesday issued its most restrictive border control measure to date, announcing plans for a temporary rule that will penalize asylum seekers who cross the border illegally or do not apply for protection in other nations they pass through on their way to the United States. A Trump policy reinstated. You know, safe third country agreement. But, you know, you you got the same two problems with everything in this government of yours and and that is oh here's a new policy yeah. but two things you don't have the people to enforce it and they won't enforce it anyway no, so. they won't. <laughs> no it's lip service yeah that's right yeah under u.s immigration law immigrants um, migrants rather uh, fleeing persecution can request asylum regardless of how they arrive on u.s soil biden's rules slate, slated to take effect in may and expire after two years would presume asylum uh, ineligibility for those who enter illegally. The penalty would uh, make it easier for the government to deport border crossers who express a fear of harm, potentially reducing the number who are allowed into the United States pending a hearing in, in uh, swamped U.S. immigration courts at the moment. Of course. I mean, lawyers love this. If they enforce it, anyone that, uh, you know, that they try will pick, you know, find a lawyer and bam. Yeah. yeah. Well, this you is know, uh, this is the uh, uh, the the rule. Uh, what is it? Twenty four or forty two? One of them uh, that was uh, at the border that uh, was imposed when COVID came along. That's that uh, we we'd send you back if you were uh, infected or put you somewhere else or somewhere. So. So, yeah, yeah Title 42 is what, um, yeah, yeah. That, that have allowed authorities to rapidly expel more than 2 million migrants, including asylum seekers. So, but I don't think they've expelled very many, but no. Yeah. And Title 42 has been around for 60 years. So. Yeah. So it's. Um, it's just never been enforced. Yeah. So we've always had we've always had a protection of the border for diseases and, and, and whatever. This goes with this whole thing about, mm-hmm. you know, the Fed saying, oh, we. We, we need to see, you know, the uh, unemployment rate change. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we, when you have, what, 10, 11 million known and unknown uh, immigrants coming to your mm-hmm. country, of course there's not going to be any increase in unemployment because they're taking jobs, yeah, you know. Sure. And we all know that everyone else is sitting at home, so they'll take mm-hmm. one or two jobs. And so mm-hmm. you're, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a no-ringer. Yeah. Well, also, uh, Biden's uh, inflation continues. The average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage uh, rose to 6.5% on Thursday from 632 
A year ago, it was 3.89, Shane, so it was almost doubled uh, in the past uh, year. And the 15-year, uh, 5.76, uh, up from 5.51. And a year ago, it was 3.14. So those things are going to continue. And as you point out, um, will the um, Fed continue to raise rates? It sounds like they will. So... Yeah, they will. And and the the Treasury auction announced on February 23rd shows it again, 48 million, 182 day bills, uh, less than 25 percent were were bought, mm -hmm. you know, because it's at point zero zero five percent. And then just as a second, I don't I won't go more than two. Uh, the 91 day bill, uh, you know, 60 billion uh, they wanted to sell uh, less than 21 were purchase because the interest rate on is 0 0.005. So mm -hmm. it's a reality that you're faced with and you, you will continue to be faced with. And uh, mortgage rates will double before June. You just mm -hmm. wait and see. They'll be double digits by, by June. Well, we'll certainly see. Well, in other news, uh, the uh, Center for Disease Control uh, published Monday detailed an alarming 10-year increase in depression and thoughts of suicide among teenage girls, Shane. 57% of high school females reported feeling sadness or hopelessness in 2021, a 58% increase from 36% in 2011. 30% of females seriously considered attempting suicide in 2021, almost an almost 60% increase from 19% in 2011. 24% of females made a suicide plan in 2021, a 60% increase from the 15% in 2011. So, so yeah, if you've got uh, teenage girls at home, man, the social media bullying is, uh, man, it's off the charts. Uh, well, then yeah. you have to add to it the last five years of, shutting down schools that too i mean you know grade school middle school high school yeah. one of the most mm -hmm. important aspects for children is their social life that's where it is yeah it, it's at school mm -hmm. you take that away what are they left with yeah twitter i mean no yeah. wonder it, it, this isn't a surprise mm -hmm. and it didn't take a study to come up with these numbers but no one will do anything about it that's you know the mm -hmm. the, the, the thing about it is that what is the solution well it's people parents overseeing what their daughters are watching. My, my girls had phones mm -hmm. by the time they were eight, but, you know, they had no access to the Internet because it wasn't really around. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, they, they got lucky. They, they were in that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you, you know they, that 65 to 85 generation mm -hmm. that didn't quite get into the social media I issue because yeah. it, it came after them. So they were blessed. Amen. The millennials were blessed. <clears throat> Let's take a call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Hello, Tom and Shane. This is Kenny. I'm in Colorado. Hey, all right. <laughs> hey, I was flying across uh, the uh, Pacific, and uh, we were in this great, in this 7.37, I took my binoculars, and I looked down, and it was over the South China Sea, and I saw these sandy islands uh, with uh, a mailbox on it, and it said <laughs> Biden family. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> you're better than a satellite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad uh, you're in a plane and not a balloon. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Toyota. Say, <laughs> uh, do you think uh, Zinke might run for senator against Tester? Boy, I, uh, yeah, his term will be up, certainly. Well, it is two yeah, years. Every yeah. two years, yeah. Uh, he might yeah, well, do that. That that would be an interesting race. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, he was a SEAL, and I think he was mm -hmm. a SEAL commander. But yeah, he so was. Yeah. Yeah. So wrote an incredible book. Wrote yeah. an incredible book, yeah. yeah. I guess I'll have to read it. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah, look it up. Yeah, he, he he did have some baggage with some things he did as a representative. Um, yeah, you know. I know. I remember that. I yeah. was in Montana. And I'm sure uh, that'll be dredged up again if he if he does decide to run. But um, but you know, at least he's got two years of uh, being uh, being in uh, office now uh, that he can yeah. run on. So. Right. Well, Oracle made him a wealthy man buying his company from him and your other senator, and that's GM40. And so that's he's GM40. got his own money, and, that's and not you know he's he's a he's a mini me of, of Trump. He he's mm -hmm. uncorruptible. So th th those are the kind of people you would sort of want, you know, in office that aren't corruptible. That's not Zinke. Yeah, I you guys knew that uh, China had taken over the Panama Canal. They're kind of running it. Mm -hmm. um, and I happened to be, I was in the military then. I happened to run, I was in Panama that weekend that Carter gave that away. He signed it away. So we were in a hotel in Panama City mm -hmm. and wouldn't let us go to town. They thought there might be riots. Yeah. There you uh, go. Getting back to the Chinese as far as the land buying, they're sure buying it all over the world, not just. United States, yeah, uh, they're they're taking over mm -hmm. a lot of the Central American countries and uh, Africa. Uh, a lot of their uh, mining is done over there for these mm -hmm. uh, super duper batteries that we have for uh, that won't even work when it's twenty below zero in Montana. Yeah, uh, so you know well, I, I, came, I came up with a common sense solution to that. A good president will tell the Department of Defense to expand the size of any base in the United States that the Chinese have bought land nearby eminent domain. Boom! Yeah, yeah take it out. <laughs> you bought it, now it's gone. <laughs> it's not yours anymore, it's ours. Thank you. It's gone, you're out the money. Easy to do. <laughs> Easy to do, baby. Uh, as far as uh, Austin and Millie, they should have been fired a long time ago. Agreed. Uh, I, yeah, that's and then uh, the build. They should be building up our military, you know, uh, combat stock, mm -hmm. planes, uh, one howitzers, uh, yeah, just everything, everything that we would possibly need. I understand that Africa is uh, one of the countries, and I believe it's. I'm not sure which country, but they're sending money to or uh, bullets to mm -hmm. Russia. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, civil war and, in Sudan is pretty ugly. You, that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. It's real ugly. Yeah. Yep. And uh, 
uh, right on, John. He's right on. I, I, I think Nancy would be a good, another yeah. good uh, yeah. candidate. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll see if we can get her to run for state office. Get her, uh, get her some name recognition. Then she can head to Washington and clean things up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling yeah. from Colorado. We appreciate that very much. You guys listening to us all the way down there. Yeah, and the other thing is uh, these uh, doctors that they're they're want equity. Uh, they're uh, I think the VA uh, they shouldn't have any woke doctors that they're trying to get into these colleges for yeah. these uh, medical colleges. So. And then one more last thing, uh, Yellowstone National Park. It's ten dollars, yeah. or it used to be, for a, a, a golden age pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, you should get up there. Yep, <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> it's on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you better, you better hurry. We're not getting any younger. Amen to that. I know. <laughs> All right, okay. man. Hey, good to hear I from you in Colorado. It. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. You betcha. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Getting calls from all over the place. Kalispell and Colorado. Colorado. We get them from California. Yeah, we get uh, we get the uh, liberal guy from California every once in a while. I I like him. He's fun. He is. Yeah. You know he he, he he's prepared. Yeah. Well, another thing we've got to talk about uh, uh, is the uh, right-to-work proposal. We keep uh, every state around us, Shane, is a right-to-work state. Every every state surrounding Montana is a right-to-work state. And what a right-to-work state simply means is that you aren't forced to join a union as a condition of employment, uh, that um, you can opt out of the union if you if you desire. But in right, that you yeah. know that came about by union membership. I mean, mm-hmm. this this started thirty years ago when they got tired of seeing the their union leaders giving all this money to Democrats, and, yeah. and they said, mm-hmm. "Hey, well, I, I I'm not going to pay in if mm-hmm. you're going to give money yeah. just to Democrats." And uh, you know, it's it's taken thirty years, but now you have you know states doing this mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, in my time, I've I, I've been a member of two unions in my work uh, uh, career, I guess, whatever you want to call it. And the one thing that I realized uh, pretty quickly is, A, uh, no matter how hard you work, you're not going to get any more money unless it's in the contract. So you can't go in and ask for a raise uh, to your boss and present, you know, hey, I'm bringing in all this money and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And uh, the boss is going to say, hey, I nothing I can do for you till the contract comes around again. You know, I can promote you maybe within uh, the parameters of the union, but I can't create a new position for you or anything like that. The other thing that uh, I don't have a problem at all with private unions, uh, you know, if Walmart wants to unionize or Caterpillar or John Deere or any of those uh, if they want to unionize, that company has the ability to create more profit centers. I disagree with public unions like school teachers, things like that, because uh, if you got a good school teacher, why not pay her more or him more? Uh, but that won't work with the with the contract. The other problem is that 
in order to give uh, public officials or public workers a raise, the only way I can do that is raise taxes. I can't create another profit center. You know, unless I want to put parking meters on Main Street or, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, 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 it was it was easy decision for me at 16. I I uh, had an interview for a job. Um, I I set it for four o'clock, showed up and um, it was it was good interview. And then they said, oh, you need to meet your union representative. So I said, oh, OK, great. And he gave me all the documents that I'd have to fill out to, you know, join the union and explained everything nicely to me. So it was about quarter to five, you know, and uh, when I left, it was great. And I, I waited outside for 20 minutes and uh, the union rep came out. I saw him walk, walk to a Lincoln or a Cadillac and drove away. And when I saw him drive away in a Cadillac, I said, no, I'm not paying for his Cadillac. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, that's another thing, too, that... Um... You know, the leadership, like anywhere, uh, That's right. collects heavily uh, on the backs of the workers that they supposedly represent. But do do the teachers really need protection from me as their employer? Do they really need, am I, am I going to cut their pay? I mean, am I, am I really that heartless that I'm going to say, okay, sister, <laughs> you know, a kid can't read and write or do math, uh, I'm sorry, I'm cutting your pay. Well, you know, we've mentioned this before, so I'll mention it a different way. I don't. You, you never hear teachers complaining about what administrators that they work for and how much more they get paid. Mm -hmm. Never. So I, when teachers start commenting on the fact that, you know, the, the people administrating, I'm, and I'm talking about in the schools, I'm not talking about the councils and, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the school boards. I'm just talking about, you know, the, uh, the administrators uh, that, uh, that run the schools, then, then it'll make sense to me. But until then, no. Well, that's, that's certainly true. Uh, the other thing I want to get in real quick, because we're running out of time, uh, Montana politicians are working to pass legislation to prevent foreign entities from controlling American farmland following espionage uh, Concerns prompted by the uh, Chinese balloon flyover. And as we know, we've got military bases here. We've got nuclear uh, silos here. And, um, yeah, for uh, unfortunately, about 90 percent of uh, Montana is owned by, <laughs> by by the people. Uh, yeah, it's forest land. It's whatever. But uh, but yeah, uh, there is serious concern about uh, not only in Montana but around the around the country of uh, foreign entities coming in and buying land near uh, sensitive uh, places. That's right. In less than twenty percent of of the land in Montana is owned privately. Mm -hmm. Fee simple. Yeah. You know, sixty percent of uh, the land west of the Mississippi is owned by the government and run by the Department of mm -hmm. Interior. It's just staggering. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's I don't know, man. It's uh, it's something to consider. So uh, yeah, we don't have that much foreign-owned farmland uh, compared to other states, but the uh, acreage uh, has steadily climbed in the past decades. And you know, I I like your idea of uh, eminent domain. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, you still have to pay them fair market value for the land. <laughs> you can't well, well, just take it. Uh, the government wastes money every day, so well, wasted on and wasted on something worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, do that for sure. Yes. 
Ooh. Well, some other things. So we're going to try to get uh, Steve White and Scott Sales in here talking about the legislator here in the next couple of weeks, if we can, because uh, they're about half done up there. But but uh, Republican lawmakers in Montana wield a supermajority that gives them the power to ask voters to approve a constitutional amendment that would break the link between abortion rights and the right to privacy in the state's constitution. So our our abortion rights uh, under our constitution are similar to Roe v. Wade, I believe, Shane. Uh, so, um, but so far they haven't sought to ask voters to make uh, any change. Uh, or rewrite uh, that would allow uh, lawmakers to ban or further restrict abortion after the U.S. Supreme Court uh, gave the power back to the states last year. So, again, that's going to loom large in the uh, 24 election, Shane, because uh, more likely something about abortion will be on the ballot, and that will certainly bring Democrats out uh, to either go for it or oppose it, whichever one they like. I don't believe the consultants and advisors to these Republicans should be paid a dime if they're advising that. You stay away from yeah. abortion. It's a woman's decision. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, it, it, it's modifying because of the millennials. So mm -hmm. it, it just yeah. it, it, there's too many other things they can make an argument that, that makes more sense. And, mm -hmm. and too many common sense things that we talk about that should be done. This isn't something to make political. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Well, I don't think they can because it's, you know, with, with the Supreme Court striking down Roe v. Wade, then either the law They didn't is, strike it down, Tom, please. They sent it they back. Send it they sent it back to, to the, the states. states. Okay. That's right. Well, if that didn't strike it down, I don't know what is. It's like saying, you know, it's one year anniversary of the war in Ukraine. Come on. Okay. Well, at any rate, uh, Montana has the choice of either keeping uh, abortion as it's uh, defined in our Constitution or making a change. So well, they're in session until the fifteenth of April. So it'd be great to have those guys in. We've done it in the past, and it's really yeah. a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they and the one guy has that great website, so it, it's always cool. Badbills.com. Badbills.com. If you want to yeah. go, if you want gonna uh, keep track of what's going on in Montana, we've got transgender bills, we've got abortion bills, we've got uh, <laughs> land usage, we've got hunting and trapping. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on in, in uh, Helena at the moment. And uh, they've got till March, uh, sometime in March. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to contact Steve and uh, Scott and see if we can get them in here to uh, spend a couple Saturdays with us maybe. And, well, it's uh, amazing because you're the most litigious society in the world. So yeah. this Montana bill that would require a bond for litigation mm -hmm. involving hunting and trapping, you know, I, I think that should be – Cat amount to everything. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna go after something, uh, put a bond up, and you know then you'd reduce the litigation because a, a lot of it's frivolous. Well, that'd be true. From our app chat line, AM fourteen fifty KMMS on your smartphone. Trump versus Biden twenty twenty four. Trump wins hands down. Bingo. Uh, I believe the reason the government wanted to shoot down the spy balloon is that they wanted the Chinese to receive all the data that the balloon collected and sent back to China. That's uh, that's my theory. Uh, let's see. Why would DeSantis want to leave his very cushy and successful governorship to run a presidential campaign that will be very testy when uh, he can just let uh, Trump uh, run and uh, win and then uh, run after Trump's turn is over? 
Yeah, because he'll be termed out. He, you know, he's termed out. Yeah, after he would this. be there, yeah. Oh, and about the balloon, um, m my belief is the military did that intentionally for this one reason. They wanted China to see how big your military is. Go ahead and take <laughs> yeah. pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Find out about what you're up against. You yeah, know, that, that, may yeah. Be, that may be right, yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the only logical military cause for yeah. allowing it to happen. All right. There, there's no other there's no, no other justification. All right. Say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Thomas. I love you. You're a great friend, great show. I love all the callers. And you know my handle. Be happy, be safe. Live in this moment because it, it is gone in an instant. And uh, live to work because if you live to work, you get up every day happy to go to work. And then you come home with a smile on your face to the people you love. There you go. All right, Shane. Thanks so much for being with me, man. Always a pleasure. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Hey, don't remember, folks. Uh, you won't remember what we said. You won't remember what we did. The only thing you'll remember is how we made you feel. All right, that's going to wrap it up for me. I'll see everybody next week on Open for Business. <laughs>